On Morgan's AM, US equity markets decline, a big week for central banks and Omicron. Morgan's AM, your pre-market briefing. US equity markets declined to cap a week in which several major central banks acknowledged the threat posed by higher inflation, while Omicron concerns continued to weigh on sentiment. The Dow was down 532 points, or 1.5%. It marked the index's worst single-session decline since the 30th of November. The S&P 500 fell just over 1%, logging its steepest decline since the 1st of December. Financials and energy both fell over 2% to lead all 11 primary sectors lower. The Nasdaq dipped 0.07%, following a steep decline in the previous session. The index recovered from a session low that saw the technology-centric index down about 1.5% at its worst levels on Friday. Microsoft dipped 0.3%, extending its weekly decline to nearly 5.5%. Apple parent Alphabet was down 1.4%, and Apple Inc. fell 0.7%, with both stocks falling more than 4% last week. The small capitalization Russell 2000 Index gained 1% on Friday, Friday's session was quadruple witching, the simultaneous expiration of single stock options, single stock futures and stock index options and stock futures, and end of quarter fund rebalancing. All of that pointed to some volatility on Friday. US equity and bond markets are closed this coming Friday, the 24th of December, in observance of Christmas. For the week, the Dow lost 1.7%, S&P 500 down 1.9% and the Nasdaq down 2.95%. In U.S. corporate earnings, Nike posts its quarterly result tonight. On the U.S. economic data front, the conference board's leading index for November is released tonight. European bosses finished an eventful week on a softer note, with the automotive sector down 2.5%, leading the pan-European stock 600 index 0.6% lower. That was alongside a 0.7% decline for Germany's DAX and a 1.1% fall for France's CAC. Netherlands imposed a nationwide lockdown beginning on Sunday with all non-essential stores, bars and restaurants closed until the 4th of January. France, Cyprus and Austria tightened travel restrictions while Ireland imposed an 8pm curfew on pubs and bars. A weaker pound sterling helped London's FTSE 100 edge point one of a percent higher on Friday. Outside the FTSE 100, Aston Martin Lagonda rose five and a quarter percent after Executive Chairman Lawrence Stroll spent almost five million pounds last week buying more shares in the luxury car maker taking his stake to approximately 21.6%. Elsewhere, Bank of England Chief Economist Hugh Pill said in an interview with CNBC that the central bank would need to raise interest rates further if inflation persists. That comment came a day after the Bank of England lifted its main interest rate to a quarter of 1% from 0.1% for the first time since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic. In UK economic data, retail sales rose a better than expected 1.4% in November against economists' forecasts for a 0.8% improvement. Base metals were firmer across the board for a second consecutive session. Copper added 0.2% to be trading just above $4.32 a pound, settling with a quarter of 1% weekly gain. Zinc gained half a percent, building on the previous session's 5.7% jump that came after Belgium-based Nearstar said it would shutter its plant in France in January due to soaring power prices. Elsewhere, nickel rose half a percent, aluminium was up 1.4%. The People's Bank of China announced their latest interest rate decision. Later today, the central bank has kept their interest rates on corporate and household loans steady for 19 straight months. Benchmark Spot Iron Ore gained $3.54, or just over 3%, to $119.60 a metric tonne to round out a strong week for the key steelmaking ingredient, which was up 10.7% last week. 
Gold futures settled $6.70 or 0.4% higher at $1,804.90 an ounce, the highest close since the 22nd of November and marking a 1.1% weekly gain. Oil prices fell amid fresh concerns about the spread of the Omicron variant and its potential impact on fuel demand. WTI shot $1.52 or 2.1% to $70.86 a barrel, logging a 1.1% weekly decline. Brent lost $1.50 or 2% to $73.52 a barrel, extending the weekly fall to 2.2%. Both benchmark contracts have registered weekly losses for seven out of the last eight weeks. US 10-year Treasury yields fell 2.1 basis points to 1.4%, extending the weekly decline in yield to 8.6 basis points. The spread between 2- and 10-year yields shrank to 75.8 basis points, while the gap between the 5- and 30-year rates narrowed to 63.8 basis points. Federal Reserve Governor Chris Waller said in prepared remarks to the Forecasters Club of New York on Friday that he believes an increase in the target rate for the federal funds rate will be warranted shortly after the central bank's asset purchases end in March. The Australian dollar is softer, buying around 71.35 US cents. This is general advice only, and we have not considered your needs or objectives.